everybody. So, my dearest podcast listeners, I've decided to change formats a little bit for today. I've done quite a few interviews over the last several months, and I wanted to switch things up with the format a little bit and go back to the original, you know, getting woke with Dr. Chi vibe. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm just talking to you about stuff that I care about, stuff that I like, academic work that I respect, etc., etc. So I hope that you'll enjoy this podcast and listen in. Hello, friends. Did you watch the Katanji Brown-Jackson hearings? I was so proud to see a Black woman with locks being essentially interviewed or interrogated for the highest court in the land. I was like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. She's got great skin. She's got great smile. I love her lip color. I was just like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. And she's going to be on the Supreme Court. And she's so accomplished. And she's got all the accolades. She's done so much more than even like many of the people who are already on the Supreme Court as far as like checking boxes, right? In terms of different court appointments, different judicial appointments, you know, all sorts of things, like working as a defense. I don't know. Anyways, point being, I was not surprised to see Republicans come after her about random stuff, including child pornography cases that she, you know, was a judge for, and like, you know, pro-life, thinking about the senator from Tennessee. And I was like, yeah, okay, you guys, you guys are just grandstanding here. That's fine. You're not really asking her questions about how she will work as a Supreme Court justice. The, the, the question I thought that were the most interesting, though, that were like kind of critiques, were this idea of Supreme Court justices engaged in policy work through the courts. And one of the ways that this happened was with Senator Cotton, I believe, in which, um, in which Judge Jackson was being asked about, um, about policy and her perspectives on the on the just on the um on the judicial branch of the government and she's just like it's your job to legislate this is not my job that's your job you guys create policy you guys create laws you know that's and it was almost like she was reminding him like dude stay in your lane do you know what your lane is let me explain to you what your lane is congressman i was like oh my god I love you, Katanji Brown-Jackson. I love you so much. So that was my feeling. And I was like watching Cory Booker. Um, I think I watched um, Tuesday and Wednesday. And I was like, okay, Cory, like, yeah, you're being melodramatic. That's fine. You know, what you're saying is like absolutely right. Absolutely true. Like, she's amazing. She, so many of us black women see ourselves in her. So many of us want to be someone like her. So many of us want our daughters People in America want our daughters to emulate her, right? And like, but the whole time I was like, Corey, are you trying to make her cry? Like, come on, can we pull back a little bit so that, you know, you're not making a woman cry during her job interview? Because it is essentially a really, really vicious three-day job interview. It's like worse than the academic job market where they interview you for the entire day, right? Like different people, different times, all day. Anywho. But I was just like, Corey, like, don't try to make this woman cry. Because I almost felt like he was doing that. And then, like, the, the first day I saw she was holding back. I saw her raise her eyebrows. Like, okay, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. More air into the eyes so that I won't cry. 
And the second day, he made her cry. And I was like, okay. She's a human being. You know, there's nothing wrong with tears, right? But I was just like, I was looking at Corey like, Dude, was that necessary? Did you have to go all in like that? And so I just say that what he, say, what he was saying was not true. Because he, he should have been elevating her and lifting her up. Particularly after the congressperson, who shall not be named, was interrogating her viciously. And he was like, okay. Well, now let's like bring a different vibe to the whole situation. But sometimes it feels as though it's not just being like very emotional or just being himself, being an authentic, melodramatic person. It's kind of like, can I get you to feel a particular way? Which I don't particularly like. It's almost like a manipulation of feelings. But that's just how I see it. And of course, I don't know what his intentions are. And I'm sure that his intentions were good. But I just wonder sometimes, I'm like, Cry Booker, are you a sadist? (laughs) Kidding, not kidding. One of my favorite things that I saw during the hearings was something that actually happened after the hearings, once it was all done, all over. And you see Judge Jackson walking down the hall with her daughter behind her. And her daughter just had this smile and was walking confidently behind her mother like, yes, I'm proud of you, mom. You did it, mom. And I was just like, oh my God, you made your daughter proud. That's something every parent aspires to, I'm sure, you know. I mean, I'm not a parent, so I would know for sure. But I would imagine that as a mom, that's one of the best things you could ever do is to make your daughter proud to be your daughter. I was so happy for the both of them. By now, I'm sure that you've heard about the Oscars Academy Award issue in which Will Smith smacked Chris Rock on the face on the stage. I wasn't watching the Oscars. I was watching, I was talking with my friends about other stuff, other media we're consuming. But, you know, watching the slap, I thought to myself, wow, it's about friggin' time somebody slapped these black male comedians who are always dissing black women. Chris Rock was like in a sea of white people and he decided to once more comment on Jada Pinkett Smith. So I don't blame Will Smith for hitting him. Was it right? No. Did I feel good that he did it? Yeah, kind of. See, like I also have an autoimmune illness and it's left my body, you know, in a less optimal state. Let's just say that. And so for Jada Pinkett Smith to have been so open about her autoimmune illnesses with alopecia and for her to you know know Chris Rock like they're all they all run in the same circles and for him to make a joke about a symptom of a chronic illness I think is just totally inappropriate I mean could you imagine him making a joke about you know playing a flat-chested character like somebody who's got had a double mastectomy or something like no it's inappropriate and I know that Will Smith was initially laughing, but I mean, upon seeing the look on his wife's face, I'm sure he felt horrible, right? And he, then that's why he, well, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I know why he did it, but I'm sure that like he felt like he had to defend his wife's honor, which is a bit, you know, it's kind of toxic masculinity, right? At the same time, it was nice to see a black man finally stand up to a black comedian. Black comedians have made black comedians have made so many jokes 
and so much money off at our expense as black women. And so I was okay with Will Smith smacking him. And in fact, I was like, I wish he'd done it twice. But I don't like violence. I've grown up with violence. And violence is never the answer. It's not a good thing. But also, I'm like, I'm from Chicago, so it's like, yeah, sometimes you, some people just need to be smacked, right? That I, I, like, literally fight that urge in my head and, like, in my heart to be like, yeah, some people just need to be smacked a little bit, and then they'll shut the hell up, right? But it's like, mm, but that's not what Jesus would do, right? What would Jesus do? He would turn the other cheek, right? He would, like, ha, 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 that's so funny. Or something else. I don't know. I just feel like it's not a very Christian response so I have to pray on that and hope that God will give me wisdom about that whole situation but suffice to say that Chris Rock decided not to press charges against Will Smith and Will Smith actually issued an apology a very public apology to Chris Rock and I was like man that Will Smith is a really good guy like he he did try you know he he was overcome by emotion and saw his wife being hurt and wanted to do something to stop that hurt, which I think is commendable, even if he didn't do it the right way, right? But I think it's even more commendable that he didn't double down like we've seen some high-figure guys do in the past, in, the recent, in recent memory. But he apologized, recognizing that what he did was not right and that he, you know, wanted to do right by everybody. And for that, I really, really respect him to know... When, like, to know when you, to know, to know when you act out of order and when it's right for you to apologize. For those reasons, I really appreciate him. I just hope that Jada Pinkett Smith is okay in all of this. Like, she's the one who had to, like, be laughed at. She's the one who's dealing with an autoimmune illness. And, like, we all know, those of us who have them know that, like, stress is the last thing that you want and need your life so I really appreciate that she posted something about healing and this being a time of healing for her and for everybody I'm like look at you being the bigger woman good for you I'm glad she didn't say anything about Chris Rock I'm glad she didn't go into specifics it was like we need healing it's like yeah yeah we do Wello! Thank you for listening to Getting Woke with Dr. Chi. You can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at at Chinyura Osuji. I'm also on Instagram at Chi from the Shy. Um, and I hope to talk to you guys soon. Enjoy your day. <laughs>